0: good morning sports ethos fans and welcome to another edition of dfs today this is your friday january 7th edition i am your host santino Cocone, and i am joined by the friday night special himself mr dave menkoff how are you doing tonight buddy
1: i'm doing fantastic i'm excited to jump into this large slate uh very exciting times uh Fantasy is, is up and running, and I'm pumped to to jump on another Fire Night Slate with you.
0: Yeah, the last time we did this, it was New Year's Eve. Uh, so now there, it's our first podcast together in the year 2022, and I am ready to jump into this with you too, man. It's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. Yep, and we got a, not a big nine-game slate for you guys here with first games tipping off at seven, uh, and then the last game, two of them tipping off at ten. Uh, But without further ado, let's get right into this. First game on the docket, man, we have the San Antonio Spurs who have just been hit with COVID um, and the Philadelphia 76ers who were hit hard. Uh, This one tips off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do not have a a spread for this one as of yet. But on the injury report, we have Danny Green, Isaiah Joe, Devontae Kaycock, Lonnie Walker, the fourth as questionable Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, Reed Paul, Ben Simmons, Jaden Springer, uh, Zach Collins, Keldon Johnson, Doug McDermott, Devin Vassell, Derek White, and Thaddeus Young all out as of right now. And, yes, that is our injury report for both teams. I just ran away quick trying a new thing. Um, But I'll throw it over to you, man. With everybody out uh, on the Spurs side of the ball, what are you looking at over here? And we see Lonnie Walker questionable. He cleared protocols but he might not be back for conditioning. I'm assuming if he is back, he's going to start. But if he's not, a lot of holes in this lineup. What are you looking at?
1: Yeah, you touched on it. I mean, it's a who's who of core protocols. I mean, we can start with the highest-priced studs, and that's Deontay Murray at 9,600 is going to be an absolute smash play here. Um, With all these guys out, uh, his usage is going to be sky high. I mean, there's a huge opportunity for upside. Coming of, of those 56-point effort, fantasy-point effort against the Celtics. Um, I have a lot of interest in Giante uh, in this matchup against the Sixers, um, especially with all these guys out. You also touched on Lonnie Walker. If he clears protocols and his conditioning is ramped up and he's ready to go, the full allotment of minutes at 4,100 he's also going to be a great play here. Uh, and then the final guy I'm looking at is going to be uh, the guy that went off a few weeks ago, and that's Kida Bates Diop, and he's a 3,700, should get 25, 30 minutes just because of just availability of of the Spurs roster. Um, So he's another guy that I'm looking at. And then the final, uh, probably going to be the final value play here is going to be Trey Jones, 3,600. If he ends up playing and playing some decent minutes, uh, that's a great price tag as well. So all three of those guys, starting with DeJounte Murray, are going to be squarely in play for me. Uh, what about you? Who are you looking at on on this COVID-filled Spurs team?
0: Yeah, and uh, and I'm very aligned with you. Uh Murray, we know he can rebound. We can we know he uh, is a playmaker. Uh, we know he racks up steals. And now that we're we have so many people out, there's a lot of extra shots for him to go around as well. And he's already um, done. He already takes about. <clears throat> a, a good amount of shots per game anyway. Uh, But now we can add four or five more possibly. Uh, So I really like him at 9,600, even in a tough matchup. Uh, You mentioned Lonnie Walker at 4,100. If he's ready to go and he can play 30 minutes, he's going to be playing as many minutes as he can handle at 4,100. A lot of shots for him as well. Um, You mentioned Diop. He's probably going to start in this one. I love him at 3,700 as well. A lot of minutes to go around there. Uh, Then there's Primo Forbes and Trey Jones. I like them more as a trio. If Walker is out, uh, then multiple of those guys are going to start. And, again, a lot more playing time. There's just minutes for everybody. But uh, out of the upside players of those three, I don't really think Bryn Forbes is really huge upside. Uh, Primo's okay, but I'm with you. I like Trey Jones. Uh, I'm very in line with you. I like the same four guys, and and we'll see what happens uh, depending on Lonnie Walker's availability. Uh, but jumping on over to the other side of the ball, we have the Sixers. Um, Joel Embiid at 11-2. That's a big, hefty price tag. Uh, not really interested in going here for me with Bertel on the other side of the ball. He has is one of the better uh, rim protectors and paint protectors in the league. And at 11-2, I think we can wait with all these <clears throat> options in, in a nine-game slate. Uh, but I'm looking more so at, at Tobias Harris with all the people out. Uh, especially a Keldon Johnson and whatnot. The matchup's going to get a lot better. Under 8K is not too pricey for me. Uh, <clears throat> Maxie might be, uh, is looking like he's out. Milton looking like he's out. Danny Green might not play. Uh, Matisse Theibel at 3,700 coming back. That looks really good to me. Seth Curry at 6,100 might be the starting point guard on this team. That looks really good to me. Uh, so I'm going more for the value plays here, mid-tier and value play. Uh, and maybe... Uh, gorgeous Nang, if he starts this one or, or maz at 5 1. I think there's a lot of value on this side of the ball um, with the people out instead of going to Embiid. Uh, what are you looking at over here?
1: Yeah, when it comes to the Sixers, I mean, it's interesting. I, I actually like Embiid here. I think he, he should put up a monster bounce back performance uh, against the Spurs front court. Uh, assuming this game stays close, I, I actually like Embiid 11,200. Um, I think he should be able to smash coming off a a rare five rebound effort against the Orlando Magic. I think he's going to be an absolute beast on the boards. Um, So I actually do like him. And then you mentioned Seth Curry coming off uh, one of his probably career high night, if if, if I'm not mistaken, (laughs) a season high night. Apologies um, for Seth Curry, 12 assists in his last game uh, going up against the Magic. Uh, he's, a, he's a playmaker. They don't have point guards right now, so I do like Seth Curry. He's 100 as well. Those are the two guys I'm looking at, and then I'm going to sprinkle in some cork mouse as well. He's been playing really well, inspired basketball recently, um, so I do like him. He's starting getting plenty of minutes, playing between 35 and 40 minutes a night. Uh, at 5,100, there's still some value there, um, and I think if he gets hot uh, in a game which – Um, which is all all the opportunities to play well. Um, I I like that trio quite a bit. And and that's pretty much it for me on the sixer side of the ball.
0: All right, nice. I like it. Um, Let's jump on over to the next game of the night. We have at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, we have a big, big one. The Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Brooklyn to take on the Nets. Uh, On the injury report, for this one, we won't have Joe Harris and we won't have Kyrie Irving because it's a home game on the Bucs side. Uh, Grayson Allen, Pat Connington, DeMarcus Cousin, Dante DiVincenzo, George Hill, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez all out, and Giannis is listed as probable. I'll throw it over to you, my friend, on the Bucks side of the ball. Uh, what are you looking at? And without Giannis, or without Holiday, Allen, DiVincenzo, Connington, Hill, who's going to draw the start at point guard? Yeah,
1: that's an excellent question. I mean, can we put in Giannis at point guard at this point? I mean, oh, I there's, think there's, that's the, what they're
0: probably going to do something weird like that. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, there's not many other options. I mean, maybe Chris Middleton, I guess. Um, so uh, I guess we can start with Giannis. I mean, he should have an absolute monster game, assuming his illness is behind him. Um, 11,400, max favorite play at, at the highest price tier on uh, this entire slate. Um, should be asked to do pretty much everything for the Milwaukee Bucks uh, with, with, with all these guys out. Um, so I do like him quite a bit, especially with Holiday out as well. Um, he should have triple-double upside at the minimum. Um, so he's a, my favorite play here. And then I'm also looking at, I touched on Chris Middleton at 7,900. Should have a nice effort, coming off 43-point effort with no Giannis in the lineup. Switch out Holiday for Giannis. I still like Middleton a lot. Under 8K, should be plenty of value left there. Um, So I'm like, I like both those plays and then I'll throw in um, a tournament play as well. And that's going to be Jordan Noara. I don't know how many minutes he's going to get uh, in this game, coming off a 40, 40 minute game with no Giannis uh, with DeMarcus Cousins being waived. Um, I do feel like Noir is going to get additional minutes that he normally wouldn't get. Um, so therefore I I do like him as well at 5k. So those are the three guys I'm looking at and Giannis Middleton and a little bit of Jordan Noir. Who are you looking at? Are you looking at Giannis at all?
0: Yeah. And uh, I love Giannis in this one, um, 11, four, this was a must watch game. First off. But now without Holiday and there's no other wings, point guards pretty much uh, on this team, Giannis is in line for a triple-double here uh, on massive usage playmate. He's going to be doing a little bit of everything here. So I absolutely love Giannis. Uh, we just mentioned Joel Embiid is only $200 cheaper. I would much, much, much prefer Giannis in, in, in an upside game here. Um, you mentioned cousins. And I never, I didn't understand that. What is the point of waving cousins? He'd been, been playing really well for them. Uh, and they needed a backup center anyway, but that's, that's another issue. But, uh, I'm going to say Giannis, Middleton, Portis, Nuora. Those are the four starters we know of. And then the fifth one, I don't know, maybe West Wes Matthews, maybe Ojalei. I don't know how they play this. Rodney hood. Not sure how they're going to play this, but, uh, yeah, I think Middleton is also in for a great spot. Uh, there's just a lot of playmaking and facilitating to go around. They need multiple here. Middleton is either going to be the first or second. Uh, I think it's going to be probably a lot of point Giannis and then, and then point Middleton. Um, so I really like both of them in this one as well. Uh, and you mentioned Nora. He should be in, in line for a ton of minutes with all these wing players out again at 5K. I don't think that's a super high price tag to pay. Um, and then I'm just, who the heck is going to draw that last starting spot? Um that That's interesting if you want to take a flyer there, but I'm rather just paying up for the, the higher price guys in this one. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball, we saw Kyrie come back, played his one game for his debut, played 32 minutes, dropped 22 points on 17 shots, and now they're back home, so he's not going to play, uh, and now we can look right back at KD. 10-3 for KD, 10-6 for Harden. Uh, I'd pr- I prefer KD in this one. Uh, we saw these guys go at it. It's going to be a personal battle, him and, and Giannis again. Uh, love, I, I want some exposure to both of them. I think KD could be in, in line for a blow-up game here. Um, <clears throat> Nick Claxton at 5K isn't isn't that bad. And we saw David Duke was with a surprise uh, start in Wednesday, even with Kyrie back. Uh, he got the surprise start. But uh, for me, I'm just mainly sticking with Durant, and then I'll see how the rest play out. There's nine games, so I don't think we have to force in a lot of these guys here. How about you, man?
1: Yeah, when it it comes to uh, the Nets, I'm probably looking at Kevin Durant. You mentioned 10300 is a pretty great price tag uh, for Kevin Durant, especially with no Kyrie in this game. Um, I I do like his upside. I'm with you a little bit more than James Harden. I think it's a great matchup for him. Should have 60 to 65-point fantasy upside here. Um, So I'm rolling with Kevin Durant. And then outside of him, uh, I'm kind of with you. There's not a lot of any other guys that I'm, that really pop off the page for me. Uh, Nick Claxton's always intriguing from a fantasy perspective of only 5K. Um, but he hasn't been getting those 30-minute games anymore with Marcus Olders back in the lineup. So that's something to monitor moving forward uh, from a daily fantasy perspective. Is he going to get minutes? If he gets 25, 30 minutes, I like Claxton at 5K in this game. But I just don't trust him enough. So definitely more of a tournament play. The only cash game staple I'm going with is going to be Kevin Durant.
0: I like it. Now let's jump on over to the next game of the night with uh, a lot of people out again. Uh, we have at 7:30 Eastern Standard Time the Utah Jazz traveling across country and out of the country to take on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, on the injury report, we have for the Raptors just a couple: Drajic, Bongo, Wantanabe, all out. The Jazz have Bojan, uh, Conley, Ingles, Mitchell. All out, and then we have Whiteside, O'Neal, Gay, Clarkson, all uh, questionable. And I mentioned miss, I missed uh, Gobert; he's also out. So pretty much everybody that is mainly in the rotation is out or questionable for this one. Uh, you get the luck of the draw, my friend. <laughs> You're looking at uh, uh, the <laughs> the uh, the Jazz side of the ball.
1: Yeah, with with so many guys out, it's going to be tough. Um, I'm actually looking at Jordan Clarkson. If he plays, if Clarkson plays, he's going to be an absolute smash play at the 500. Uh, there's just not a ton of, of ball handlers, scores, pretty much anything for the Jazz at this point uh, when they travel to take on the Raptors. So um, I'm going to have a lot of shares of Clarkson at the 500, uh, and then I'm also going to be looking at Rudy Gay. If he ends up playing at 4,000 in the front court, I like him quite a bit um, despite his his questionable tag. I uh, should get a lot of minutes Should get close to 30 minutes again in this game. And, and at that price, it's, it's near minimum value. So I do like Rudy Gay quite a bit. Those are the two guys I'm looking at. And then finally, I'm going to wrap it up with another value play in the front court. And that's Hassan Whiteside at 3,500 uh, should, should start in this game, ideally against the Raptors and, and should put up enough value. Uh, despite playing 20, 25 minutes in this game, I still see him hitting a value of 3,500. So those are the three guys I'm looking at. Uh, again, they're all questionable. So please monitor lineups and, and uh, confirm who's in and out before we lock those guys in. But but definitely a lot of value here on the Jazz side of the ball.
0: Yeah. And I'll throw in Royce uh, O'Neal as well at 4,100. Um, those four guys, if they play, they should all start. But all four of those guys are questionable. So uh, we need to know the, the status of these guys before they, they tip off. Um, if a couple of them play, I'm with you. They're all in play for me. Great prices. Clarkson is the highest priced at 5-5. Five, five. Then O'Neal second at 4-1. Um, Whiteside's 3-5. Rudy Gay only 4K. They're all fantastic plays if they play. Um, if some of them miss or don't, then you're just going uh, bargain bin hunting for – Tournament pivot plays and, and punt plays there because people like Trent Forrest, pa- Eric Pascal, Azubuki might be thrust into uh, premier roles right there. So definitely keep an eye on that. Even Brantley. Uh, those guys I'll keep an eye on um, if if any of these guys miss. But if they do play, I'm going right after the four that are questionable just like you, man. Um, and jumping on over to the other side of the ball, we went from uh, the Raptors had Everybody in protocols, to they are fully healthy now. Uh, normally, this is a tough matchup against the Jazz, but everybody on the Jazz is either out or questionable, so it's not that tough anymore. Um, Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet have been playing fantastic. Uh, right now, eat, take your pick. They're, they're both playing great. I would go with uh, Van Vliet. I think it's a solid matchup there <clears throat> as well. I know it's a 500 more. Um, OG under 7K is not bad. I don't know how close this game is going to be with everybody on the Jazz out, though, and then a couple of their other integral players who are going to start, if they're healthy, questionable. So I don't know if I really want to get too, too much exposure here, but uh, if I do, I'll go right at the top and Van Vliet and Siakam. Um, and then and, uh, that's probably it for now. I, I don't know what Utah is going to throw out there, and it might just be a blowout. If like a, if Jordan Clarkson misses, this this game isn't... I can't imagine it being close. Uh, but how about you, man? What are you looking at over here?
1: Yeah, I think it's all contingent on who's playing for the Jazz, which, which <laughs> you're calling out. I mean, if this if this ends up having some players in the Jazz, it might be worth a shot at Fred Family at 9500 or Pascal Siakam in 9K. Both guys you mentioned are have been have been playing fantastic basketball recently. I just don't trust either, especially in a nine game slate. Um, I would much prefer a guy like OJ Ananobi Obi at 6700. Uh, under 7k a mid-tier player that you can fit into your lineups if he gets 30 30 30, 30 35 minutes of, of action he definitely has plenty of upside um, and I think he can potentially break break this game open uh, with his ability to, to get some points rebounds and a little bit of, of defensive stats as well so um, I'm looking that I'm looking that direction uh, really if anyone in the Raptors. and then I might throw in a, a Sveem and Luke at 4500. Uh, which is more of a, just a, a play in case it becomes a blowout. But otherwise, I'm not going to have too much interest in the rapper side of the ball here.
0: Every time I hear of Luke, I just think of Street Fighter. I don't know. I like can <laughs> scream it every time he takes a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it makes me think of. Uh, awesome. I like it. And, uh, but let's jump on over to the next game of the night, man. We have at... First game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a few at 8 p.m., uh, three of them. But the first one we have is Washington taking on the Chicago Bulls. On the injury report, uh, we have quite a few people. Again, Alex Caruso, Tyler Cook, Javante K., uh, Green, Patrick Williams, Thomas Bryant, Anthony Gill, Rui Hashimura, uh, Brad Wanamaker, Tremont Waters, Cassius Winston, all out. Questionable is Montrezl Hero and doubtful Davis Bertans. Uh, no spread for this one yet, but I will throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the wizard side of the ball?
1: Yeah, on the wizard side of the ball, it's interesting. Um, Bradley Beal's coming off a game where he didn't really do much uh, in his 30 minutes of play. He only had 44 fantasy points against the Rockets, uh, uncharacteristic foul out even. Um, so I do expect to bounce back against the Bulls here. The last game against the Bulls a few nights ago on New Year's Day actually put up 63 fantasy points. So I do like Bradley Beal at 10,400. I think I expect a big bounce back performance out of him. I'm also looking at Contavius Caldwell Pope at 5,500, uh, coming off a 48 point fantasy effort against the Rockets. I don't expect a similar effort, but I do like his his ability to shoot the ball, get some blocks, get some steals as well uh, at the boots. So those defensive stats are very valuable for us. So. I'm looking at Caldwell Pope in that mid-tier value as well, and then the final guy that I'm looking at on the Wizard side is—I I hate to say it—but it's going to be Kyle Kuzma at 8K. Um, despite uh, a poor a relatively poor performance of only 40 fantasy points against the Rockets, he had a couple games there. We had 60 and 66 fantasy points and 53 fantasy points. So Kyle Kuzma at 8K might uh, be a great option. I, despite playing a tough Bulls team, he's been playing some fantastic ball. So those are the three guys I'm looking at on the wizard side. It's going to be Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, and I'm going to sprinkle in some Octavius Caldwell Pope. Any interest in Bradley Beal for
0: you? Um, Slight interest, but not a ton. I'm, I'm looking, I see KD as $100 cheaper, uh, and I really would just rather go that out of the guys you mentioned so far. Um, I, I To be honest, unless... Montrezel Hero plays, which uh, I, I think that price tag 4-6 is super cheap. Uh, and There's minutes available uh, for him if he plays. I'm not really interested in in many of these guys on the on the Wizards. I think everybody's slightly priced up to where I uh, they just just out of my range for me. Uh, so I'm probably not going to have much exposure at all on this side of the ball uh, unless Hero plays because I really like that $4,600 $4, price tag. I don't hate people going for Beal or, or Kuzma. Uh, KCP's not too expensive, but um, I'm probably going to shy away from over here, right? Uh, jumping on over to the other side of the ball, I think it's a little nicer over here. I do really like uh, Vooch at 9,100, and I forgot to mention Gafford, revenge game, uh, always something to keep an eye on. If Harrell doesn't play, I, I, I like him a little bit, but I still think that price tag is just too high uh, to in this mid-6Ks where I don't want to fully go there, um, but we have three guys in the nine K range. the the big three on on uh, the bull squad here. I think Vooch is is the best priced in this matchup. Uh, I really like the ninety one hundred. Uh, he's been playing really really solid lately, grabbing a ton of rebounds. Uh, this is a solid matchup for him. I like it. Now that everybody's back, we see, um, or well, Alex Crusoe's still out, so that helps. Uh, Kobe White still continue to get minutes in the mid to high thirties, which he's been. Really crushing it lately. The last four games, uh, outside of the last one, he didn't do much outside of scoring 17 points, but he's been really killing value. At 5,300, I think we could take a look there. Um, outside of that, it's very hit or miss on the other players outside of the big three, Lonzo um, and Caruso when he plays. Uh, I mentioned Kobe White, but everybody else is hit or miss on their games. I'm not The minutes aren't always there. Uh, so I'm probably not going to have much exposure outside of uh, Kobe White and, and Vucevic here.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely circled Vucevic as a prime target here, in 9100. Uh, has 50, 55, even 60-point upside here against the Washington Wizards. Um, should have a double-double by halftime, just, just based on percentages. Um, so I do like him quite a bit. Um, I also have a little bit of interest in... Uh, demar derozan at 9200 although we haven't seen a real real uh signature performance by demar derozan in since since uh the clock turned uh, 2022 actually so um i i expect that that could happen here against the wizards this could be a great opportunity for him um definitely more of a tournament play for me uh and then the other the last piece of the bulls puzzle that i'm looking at you mentioned kobe white at 300 uh, should get plenty of minutes. they get 35, 40 minutes here. Uh, has a pretty safe floor uh, in this game. So I do like him. Um, so I'm definitely looking at Vucevic as my just stalwart cash play. And then uh, the sprint going, some tournament action for Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan.
0: All right. I like it. And now we will jump on over to the next game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Houston Rockets battle of Texas. Uh, we have on the injury report, Willie Collestein, Boban, McLaughlin, Porzingis, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Brooks, Garuba, Sengen, all out. And Luca is doubtful again uh, with that, that pesting injuries. I'll start it. I'll throw it over to you, man. What are you looking at on Dallas's side of the ball? Uh, likely without Luca and Porzingis, their top two dogs.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how this game stays close, um, which which makes it interesting, but I do like Jalen brunson we've seen what Jalen brunson can do at 7k uh should get plenty of minutes um do i see a huge performance here not necessarily but at 7k that's a pretty good price tag for him uh it should get 35 to 40 minutes here in this contest so i'm definitely going to be looking in that direction and then from a from a value perspective i'm also going to be looking at trey burke at only 3300 coming off a coming off the covid 19 protocol list if he gets minutes uh, which he should get some some minutes in that backup point guard position. Uh, I do like his price tag at thirty three hundred, so I'm gonna have some shots there as well. Uh, and then in the front court, I'm probably gonna be looking at a little bit of Dorian Finney-Smith um, at fifty three hundred. He's coming off a nice game where he had thirty almost thirty four fantasy points, and his price tag actually dropped. Um, so I do like Finney-Smith as another player that can put up some some points and get some rebounds for the Mavericks. Someone has to here. So I I, I do like Dorian Finney-Smith as well. So those are the three guys I'm going to be looking at. I'm not going to have as much interest in Maxi Kleber. Maxi Kleber is always a popular name to throw out when we talk about lineups and and DFS, but I just don't see him uh, having too much of an impact here against the Rockets. So those are the three guys I'm looking at. What about you?
0: Yeah, my favorite play on this side of the ball is uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 51. Uh, With no Porzingis, no Luka, we... Can look we can look at Brunson. Seven K is still a little pricey. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. at five one seems a super good value. He should get fifteen to twenty plus shots in this game, uh, we, or I mean, to twenty shots with the potential for more in this game. Um, Houston is not the greatest of defensive teams. He should be open a lot. Uh, we know he's not shy, and they just need someone to step up. And a lot of times we've seen in the past, without those two guys, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a guy that steps up. So at five, one, I will take a lot of chances on him, uh, hoping that he hits his ceiling in this one. Um, I think you mentioned a couple other guys that I, I like, like and Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, Trey Burke is a guy you can look at, um, <clears throat> especially if he plays at 3,300. Shannon Brown possibly, uh, but I like the the Finney Smith and and Burke calls uh, outside of Hardaway Jr. So I'm I'm with you there. Jump on over to the other side of the ball. We have the Rockets. They're going to go against the Mavericks uh, without their two best players. So there's some good things to look at here. Uh, We'll start with Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr., two guys that have been playing a lot and have been in and out of uh, the lineup because of issues that they have with the team. Uh, so keep an eye on that. I, I don't really want to go after either of those guys at the moment. I do really like Jalen Green at 5K. I think the uh, the price tag is just real solid still here. Um, and Garrison Matthews is another cheap guy under 4K at 3.9 that plays a good amount of minutes, gets a lot of shots, and they're mainly threes. Uh, so I can look that here. Um, I'll probably take some chances on a Christian Wood, but the way that they've been – in the news, uh, it's, it's not the greatest. But at 7-1, his price tag is kind of cratered from where it was not long ago. So I will take shots at him in uh, tournament games. Not so much cash. How about you, man?
1: Yeah, I actually like Christian once 7-100, um, especially against the Mavericks frontcourt. Uh, he's a guy that's coming off, obviously, some disgruntled issues with the team. Um, he, did, he was suspended, and he came back and played 34 minutes and put up a nice little double-double. Uh, against the Wizards so I do like Christian Wood here at 700 he's one of my favorite plays uh, in this game uh, at that price tag I'm also going to be looking at the other disgruntled player uh, in Mr. Kevin Porter Jr. coming off a game winner um, despite shooting a, one of his staple 3 of 13 shooting nights which we, we've seen a lot of uh, in, in, in this season but um, I definitely expect him to, to have a nice game here um, he, they might have some renewed confidence. Hopefully, um, that suspension really uh, lit a fire under them. So I, I do like both of those guys. And then I'm also going to sprinkle in some Jalen Green action as well. The rookie has been playing some some inspired basketball at 5,000. There's plenty of value there as well, especially if this game stays close. I do expect uh, a strong performance from, from Mr. Green.
0: But I like it. Before we jump on over to the next game of the night, the last game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I want everybody to know that we have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, and that is Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ethos when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100 plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. I also want everybody to know that we have some great partners here. Uh, take back your privacy with ExpressVPN. Head to our special promotional link at expressvpn.com hoopball to get three bonus months on a 12-month subscription. It's the best VPN out there hands down. Uh, I also want to let you guys know to use promo code hoopball20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. Also check out our pals at mybookie.ag and use code hoopball on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. Uh, All of these things are tried and true, and I love each and every of these products. And yes, I have them all. Um, But now let's jump on over to the last game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. On the injury report, this is the lightest of the night, my friends. Uh, Leandro Bolmero, McKinley Wright the fourth, Derek Favors, Jalen Horde, Isaiah Roby. That is it in this entire game. That's all we have is out. Uh, so I'll pass it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Wolves' side of the ball?
1: Yeah, when it comes to the wolves with everyone back, I mean, we can take some shots at Call and Anthony Towns in ninety nine hundred. He's under ten K, which is always fun to attack. I just don't know if this is the matchup because I do expect a potential blowout here um against the Thunder. If it stays close, he might be worth a shot, but there are other guys at that center position that I much rather have in that high price tier. Um, so I'm not gonna be looking a lot of I'm not gonna be looking at too many uh Timberwolves players here just because everyone's back. Russell pretty much cancels out Patrick Beverly's value and vice versa as well. Um, Malik Beasley has become a shell of himself as well from a shooting perspective. Anthony Edwards is always a great play at 8K. However, with all these guys back, I just don't see anyone exceeding their their, their salary in this game. I think everyone's priced pretty fairly on the Timberwolves' side of the ball. So I'm not going to be looking pretty much anywhere uh, on on this side. What about you? Do you have any interest in any of the Timberwolves' players?
0: Yeah, and I think think that uh, it's a good matchup. I think people can beat their price tags, but I don't see a huge ceiling game. Uh, Like Towns, we mentioned Vooch, and we mentioned like a KD or uh, Embiid. You can go up or down, and I'd prefer a couple of those other guys instead. Um, Even Giannis is is close in price, I guess. Um, Edwards, I don't think 8K is is that crazy, Uh, but I don't know if he's going to really put up a 50-point game to where I, can, I want to pay 8K for him over other guys uh, near that range. Russell, same. Uh, the only one guy that I'm, I'm really looking at here is Jared Vanderbilt at $4,800. Um, I think everybody's fairly priced. I think this is a little too cheap for him. When he plays, and we'll, we'll, look, we'll just look at the last three games uh, coming back from the time off or excluding the first game back, he's averaging 30 minutes. We know this guy rebounds the ball a lot. Um, doesn't put up too many points, but if he puts up 10 points, you're looking at over 30 plus fantasy points, and I, I really like the value here. So uh, that's the one guy I'm really targeting on on the Timberwolves. Um, I'm with you for the most part, and then jumping on over to the Thunder. Similar story. We have Shy back, uh, Giddys back, dwarf's off the injury report. So Jerome is too high priced. Uh, Wiggins kind of gets a dent. Everybody's back. We saw Giddy go off without shy, but everybody's back. Their prices are a little high. Shy and, and Giddy, the matchup's good, but I don't really want to pay that price tag at the moment. Um, I do think Baisley's price tag at 4-1 is pretty cheap. Uh, if he's playing 25 to 30-plus minutes in this one, I think that's a, a price tag that I'd attack. Um, James Robinson Earl, If he's ready to go, his full allotment of near 30 minutes at 3300 that's a very, very cheap price tag. Um, And that's probably it. I think we have some value here, but I don't really want to attack the expensive guys. How about you?
1: Yeah, it's tough for the Thunder. I mean, I I love Josh Giddey. I think he's a fantastic play normally. With all these guys back, it's really hard to trust the rookie here in this game. Um, I'm not going to be looking pretty much anywhere else on the Thunder side of the ball. I mean, Darius Baisley is a guy that I do like typically, 4,100. If he was under 4K, I would definitely have a little bit more interest in Darius Baisley. I just don't see him hitting value at 4,100. Uh, he he might as well, he might do it, but he's more of a tour in play for me. So I'm not going to be looking too far into, into the Thunder frontcourt. Uh, same thing with James Robinson Earl as well. I'm uh, not going to have a lot of interest there. Shy, under 9K is always interesting. Um, but I think now with Giddy getting more and more comfortable in his rookie season, I don't think George Alexander has as much triple double upside as he once did, uh, making him more of a, a tournament at best play as well. So I, I'm with you. I'm not going to have a ton of interest here on the Thunder side of the ball, you All
0: right, I like it. Uh, jumping on over to the next game, the only game at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Sacramento Kings taking on the Denver Nuggets. We actually have spread for this one, 225, and the Nuggets are seven point home favorites. We have a doozy of an injury report. Uh, we're back to that. We went from barely anybody to a lot of people. <laughs> Black Ken P.J. Dozier, um, Marcus Howard, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Sean Holmes, K- Lewis King, uh, Chimisi, me too, Queda, Ramsey, Woodard II, all out, Terrence Davis, Najee, mm. Jeff Green, questionable, Aaron Gordon, Owens, yeah. Highland, probable. All right, man, I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the King side with mostly healthy uh, outside of a couple couple key guys? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think the
1: the, the backcourt is finally starting to play well together with Halliburton and Fox. They're both priced at the same time the first time I think this season, 7200, same price tag. So I'm actually looking at either guy. Um, I wouldn't throw both into your lineup, but I definitely think both of them definitely have a ton of upside. Halliburton has more of a double double upside, while Fox definitely has more of the scoring upside. So I'm looking both guys. They're probably going to cancel each other out for cash games. But for tournaments, I'll definitely take some shots at either of those guys um, in that in that backcourt. Um, Buddy Heal to 5,600 is also going to be a potential great play. Uh, didn't do much from a scoring perspective against the Hawks in his last game out. But before that, against the Lakers, he put up a 42 fantasy point effort. So uh, I think this game can potentially stay close and stay competitive with a high-scoring opportunity. Um, so I'm going to be looking at Buddy Hield as well in my tournament lineups. That's pretty much it. I'm not going to have a lot of interest in Bagley at 4600. He just doesn't do enough on the offensive side of the ball. And same with Damian Jones at 4K. With despite his his value price tag, I just don't see him hitting hitting that 4K value actually in this game against, against Njokic down low. Um, so I'm looking at definitely going to be Halliburton-Fox kind of uh, pick your poison there and then a little bit of Buddy Heal to round it out. What about you on the king side?
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm with you in the backcourt, Halliburton and Fox. I think uh, both of them can bring back value here. Um, they're both playing really well, and they're both not priced too high at only $7,200. Um we have seen both be priced higher than this. Fox has been priced higher than this a lot throughout the year, uh, so I don't mind taking either or. I won't take both. Um, I think Halliburton for the upside, Fox for more of a, a cash game. I think he's a little safer for a floor. Uh, so I don't mind either of them. And then I don't. I also don't mind Bagley. Uh, he's been grabbing rebounds lately. The back-to-back games of 12 rebounds. He's not hitting any shots. He's shooting two of 10, two of six, two of nine. The last three games, uh, a couple of those shots fall. He adds in a block or a steal. Uh, he's he could be flirting with twenty oh, near thirty fantasy points. So that's the I don't mind taking a shot at him there. Uh, but that's it. Uh, Jones has a very good price tag. Uh, Tristan Thompson. Some of those guys will play, but not against the Joker. I, I am okay right. taking a flyer on uh, against the Joker here. Um, and speaking of him at twelve K as the highest price guy on the floor, uh, he's going to be playing mainly backup centers. Rashawn Holmes is out. Me Too plays uh, power forward. He's out. There's going to be Jones, Tristan Thompson, Alex Lent. Uh, none of those names scare me off of Jokic. Uh, we mentioned a couple high-priced guys before, like Giannis. We, meant, we saw Embiid there. Uh, we didn't even get to LeBron, who's in the next game. But Jokic is in a smash-mouth uh, matchup here. So if you have the money, definitely can't fault you from going there. You could easily put up 70 against these guys. Uh, they're not good on defense as is, um, but there are some options if you want to save a couple hundred dollars here. Uh, outside of that, depends on uh, who's playing. If Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green, Bones, Highland Miss, there's extra opportunity for people. Monte Morris, who missed a few games, uh, and then came back in the last one. He's very cheap at only $4,500, so uh, he will be in play for me regardless. Uh, will Barton possibly Especially if Aaron Gordon doesn't play, that's extra shots to go around for him, and he's only fifty eight hundred. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to dig too farther or too much farther after those two guys. How about you, man?
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. I think Jokic is is in a fantastic spot here. You mentioned against the Kings backup center positions twelve uh, k. Um, even though he's the highest priced player. I do like him. I think he's a little bit more valuable uh, in that high price tier versus Joel Embiid. I'd rather pay off $800 and get Jokic. Uh, he should have a solid triple-double floor here. I'm not going to have inter- any interest in Monte Morris or Compazzo because they pretty much cancel each other out um, now that they're both playing. Will Barton at 5,800 is also a guy that normally is a potential, but he's- he doesn't have enough upside at 5,800. Uh, I think he has a solid floor. Uh, and I won't fault anyone for going that direction, but I don't think he's going to necessarily provide enough of that that per dollar value upside that we're looking for here when we're voting our lineup. So I'm probably going to be looking at Jokic and Jokic only on the Nugget side of the ball here.
0: All right, man. Let's jump on over to the next game of the night, the first game at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Atlanta Hawks taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. No spread for this one, but a doozy of an injury report again. Um, Questionable, we have Bogdan, Bogdanovich, John Collins, Jalen Johnson, Trey Young, all questionable. Um, out, we have Chris Clemens, Gorgie Zhang, uh, Solomon Hill, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Oliver, Justin Tillman, Anthony Davis, Jay Huff, Mason Jones, Kendrick Nunn, all out. And probable, we have Cam Reddish and LeBron James. I will throw it over to you. Uh, what are you looking at on Atlanta and Can we even evaluate fully right now, knowing that people like Trey Young, John Collins, and Bogdo are all questionable?
1: Yeah, it's very tough. Um, If Trey Young plays and we get an assessment early on somehow, despite the fact that it's a 10 p.m. slate, a 10 p.m. starting time, it's going to get very difficult. Uh, If Trey Young plays, that's 100 and he gets 35 minutes. I do like him at that price tag, although I'd much rather trust Bailey Beal, $100 cheaper. Um, just because we know he is playing. So uh, as far as in the backcourt for me and the Hawks side of the ball, I like Kevin Huerter with a 5-5K. Coming off the bench, he's starting to get a little more confident. We're starting to see that Kevin Huerter than we expected this season, um, and I do like him if Cam Reddish uh, plays. Uh, I do. I still think Kevin Huerter has upside at 5,000. I'd much prefer him over Cam Reddish for the 500. Uh, I'm also going to have some interest in um, – Sorry, someone interesting, Clint Capella, 8200. I think he's going to be a guy that should have plenty of, of upside. If Trey Young plays, his upside even goes higher just because his ability to, to get the, the pass value from Trey Young. So um, I like Capella, 8200, especially if if um, if Trey Young plays. If Trey Young doesn't play, I'm going to be looking at Kevin Huerta at 5K, and that's pretty much it. Um, but of course, we're going to have to monitor this injury news very closely as we get closer to the
0: yeah, and the and the news is going to be key for this team. If uh, Trey Young plays, he's in play for me at ten five. This is the Lakers just can't uh, point guard. Lakers, yes, it's a fantastic matchup. If he doesn't play and Bogdanovich plays, he becomes a solid value. Herder becomes a solid value. Uh, Darrell Wright or Delone Wright is going to start at fifty six hundred. Don't mind those guys. Uh, I'd probably put it in Herder, Bogdanovich, Wright in that order. Um, but if Capella plays, Capella kind of scares me a little bit. I think he could dominate in this matchup, but also uh, we've been seeing LeBron James start at center. Uh, If John Collins plays, they can easily slide Collins over to the center and match up with this and go small. Uh, If John Collins doesn't play, they don't have as much luxury to do that. I know they have Okungwu who can do that a little bit better than Capella, but um, Capella would be in line for more minutes. So uh, that, to me, if Collins' availability would Uh, matter for Capella um but yeah I'm not too interested in a lot of these guys I I mentioned Okungwu I don't mind taking a chance on him if Collins doesn't play at 3400 uh but a lot of this is going to matter on who's playing and who's not playing Gallinari if Collins misses and Bogdanovich uh gets a little bump there too at 4600 it's very hard for me to evaluate on where I want to go fully with so many guys out but like you mentioned Trey Young uh, herder right now I can look at and then the other guys are depending on uh, who's in who's out I, I guess I should say Trey Young's dependent on if he's in <laughs> um, but on the other side of the ball we have LeBron James now at eleven six 6 and then Westbrook is super high uh, LeBron that with the other players on the slate uh, I don't think we need to go to LeBron James uh, we ha- we can Jokic is going to be in a fantastic matchup. Uh, I really like Giannis with no point guard on that team right now. Uh, there's a couple other guys, but there's there's guys right around his price tag, up or down a couple hundred, uh, that I, I would prefer, and I think they're safer here. Um, Westbrook might be in a smash spot with or without Trey Young. That's a solid one, but I, I don't really want to go to him, too, while he's still trying to figure out how to play with everybody. Uh, Malik Monk is near 6k now it's just just outside of my reach uh i i do think he's in a solid spot but probably just gonna leave to be honest not touch the lakers in this in this matchup uh with everybody's price tag a little higher than i'd like but um how about you hello
1: you know what i, I am on i'm on <laughs> mute. sorry about that uh just the technical difficulties as as it happens sometimes when no it lasts games the night apologies um so yeah i'm definitely going lebron lemon 600. 11,600, he's definitely going to be in play um, just because the Lakers need him. He's been on a tear recently. He's had a couple games where he hasn't really performed, but I think that's still a great price tag for him. Um, so I'm definitely looking at LeBron. That's that's it for me on the Lakers. It's, it's going to be tough um, to find a lot of other value plays here. Um, I'm not going to have interest in Russell Westbrook at ten thousand one hundred. I don't think he's a great price tag. Malik Monk is getting too high in price, 5,800. I don't think there's enough value there for me personally to go after Malik Monk. Um, and then t- Taylor Horden Tucker, 4,400, also a guy that has some upside. I'm probably going to have him more for tournaments. So it's going to be LeBron for cash and, and little Taylor Horden Tucker for tournaments for me.
0: All right. Let's go on to the last game of the night. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Portland Trailblazers. Um, the spread, we have a 216 game total, and the Cavs are four-point home favorites. Uh, away, f- oh, I'm sorry about that. The Cavs are four-point road favorites. On the injury report, we have Taco Fall, Isaac Okoro, uh, Ricky Rubio, Colin Sexton, Damian Lillard, TJ McCollum, Larry Nance all out. Cody Zeller questionable. Jetty Osmond, Ray Rondo probable to make his Cleveland debut. I'll throw it on over to you, my friend. What are you looking at at the calf side of the ball?
1: Yeah, the Cavs side of the ball is, is interesting. Uh, it's it's going to be a very uh, close game, in my opinion, against the Blazers just because they're both a little banged up. Garland is back. 9,300 is is a little is a probably a high price tag for him, but I still think he has plenty of value here. Um, so I'm going to be looking at probably I'm definitely gonna be going Darius Garland here on the Cavs side. Uh, Kevin Love is a little priced too high. He's gonna he's priced too high, um, but I definitely think he's 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 a, he's a great play. Um, but honestly, it, it's going to be interesting because. With, with the Cavs side of the ball, um, it's it's really going to come down to whether Evan Mobley seventy four hundred is going to have a ton of value. Um, I, I do like I I do like I do like a little bit of Evan Mobley seventy four hundred in this game. I think against the Trail in their front court is a little banged up. Um, a lot of guys are coming back, but I still think that the rookie is going to have a ton of upside here. Um, so I'm going to be looking at Mobley. And then I'm going to have some Darius Garland interest as well. His price tag is a little bit too high uh, in, in perspective of other guys that we're looking at in that price range, but I do think they both are going to have some value. I'm to, those are the two guys I'm looking at on the cap side. What about you? Any interest in Darius Garland despite the high price tag?
0: Um, some interest, but I, I probably won't go too much to him. Um, I think the matchup is solid, but I, I probably won't have too much of him with that, with that price tag. I do like the front court. Allen, Love, Mobley, uh, in that order. I think they all have solid matchups here, and you can expose the Blazers in the front court. Um, could usually expose them in the back court too, but I do like the, the options that they have right here on the front court. I really like Allen in this matchup to hit value and probably get 45 ish points. <clears throat> Mobley, I think he's in a good spot. Love has just been playing awesome lately. He's been playing so good. Um, but I. Don't know when that's going to end, so I'd rather just go after Allen and Mobley here. Um, outside of that, not really interested in anybody. I might take a shot at Rondo just to see how he plays. You know he's going to only play 20 minutes at 3,300, uh, but i really just going to stick to the front court for the most part and uh, move on to the Blazers. On this side of the ball, Norman Powell, <laughs> Anthony Simons. Uh, they're playing really well, Nassir nice Little. I really like Simons. I, the last two, I, he's all the way up to 6,200 now, and rightfully so. Last two games, he's had over 105 fantasy points combined. Uh, read something that his, his grandfather died before the 43-point explosion. Uh, and then he followed up with another 28-7 and seven game. I think he can continue doing that even against a tough matchup. Uh, so I don't mind taking a shot there. Um, Nasir Little at 4,800, he's been playing pretty solid. Um, the guy plays a ton of minutes. He does the dirty work. Um, and when his shots fall and he hits value here uh, even in the last one 4 of 12 shooting he still put up 22 points near value so I don't mind him but Robert Covington's another guy I'm really looking at uh, we we know Nance has been starting but Nance is not going to play in this game he's only 4,300 uh, He he's another guy who does a lot of the dirty work but when his shot falls he does a lot better uh, so I'm going to take some chances on him and uh, those are probably the three guys that I'm mainly looking at in, in this matchup how about you buddy?
1: Yeah, when it comes to the trailblazers, I'm definitely with you for the most part. I do like Anthony Simons, Anthony Simon's apologies. And yes, that that is a great story. With the, I mean, it's it's a sad story with his grandfather dying, but I, he definitely played well, and he's been playing playing some fantastic, inspired ball because of it. His price tag has jumped $900 um, in the last since the last game, but I still think there's some value there, just because Lillard is out of this game, and McCollum, as we know, is out as well. So I do like uh, some. Hip and for any Simons here um, in this game. When it comes to anyone else in the Blazers, this year Little, I just don't think he does enough from an offensive perspective to really move the needle. Despite his under 5K price tag, I'm not going to have a lot of interest in, in this game for him. Norman Powell is just priced too high. one hundred for me, for me to take any shots there. I'm actually going to be looking at guys like Yusuf Nurkic here. Um, I think he's going to battle nicely with the Cavaliers. If he can stay out of foul trouble, that's a big if. I'm going to like him even more at that 7k price tag. Um, I, I think he does have so some huge upside if he can, if he can stay on the floor. Um, and then I'm definitely going to have interest in those two guys. And that's pretty much it on the blazer side of the ball. I'm not going to a lot of interest anywhere else. I just don't think there is enough value here um, for the blazers.
0: All right. I like it. Uh, now, before we head on here, let's throw out our player tiers. Who uh, we'll run through them really quickly. Who is your favorite high-priced play of the night?
1: Favorite high-priced play of the night has to be Mr. Giannis Antetokounmpo at eleven thousand four hundred. Um, should be, should 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 be the highest-priced player. Um, one of the highest-priced players in the slate, and I think he should have a smash opportunity against the Brooklyn Nets.
0: I like it. And I'm going to go right on the opposite side of the ball, a little bit cheaper. Kevin Durant, 10-3. Uh, we saw these guys battle in the playoffs last year. We saw these these guys are battling for best player alive. Um, I think they're going to be putting on a show tonight, and I, I really like it. All right, man, what about your favorite mid-tier play of the night?
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to get a lot of slack for this one, but I do like Kevin Porter Jr. It's $6,300. Um, I think he is hopefully turned a new leaf um, after coming off a suspension after coming off a game winner. I think he has renewed confidence. I'd like him here against the Dallas Mavericks.
0: Yeah, I like it. And I'm going to go on the very, very cheap side here. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. uh, They're going to get Weirdly. I did not plan that to go opposite (laughs) team twice. Here we go. (laughs) Here we are. Uh, Opposite team. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. No Luca, no Porzingis. Fantastic matchup. Only 5100. The upside is evident, uh, so I will take a lot of chances on him in ca- uh, tournament games. All right, buddy. How about your favorite mid or value play of the night?
1: Yeah, there's so many great value mm-hmm. plays that we touched on. It's it's hard to really pick one. I'm probably gonna have to go with a guy on the San Antonio Spurs, and that's gonna be Lonnie Walker if he plays a 4100. If he doesn't play, I'm going to throw in a bonus option and that's going to be Trey Jones at $3600.
0: I like it and I was that was who I was going to pick. So give me 1 second and, <laughs> and flip on over uh, to somebody else quick. Now now I'm scrambling. That was my favorite play. Um I like Matisse Steibel with a lot of the guys Oh, I did not plan this again with a lot. Of, <laughs> so we're just going opposite teams. But uh, with a lot of guys. <laughs> with out, purpose. <laughs> yeah, I might have. May have. With everybody out on the, uh, the Sixers and or questionable, Thibault's coming back. He should be seeing 35 minutes uh, in a very friendly matchup. I, I like him too as well under 4K. All right, that does it, buddy. Uh, we just went opposite, opposite, opposite. But um, before we head on here, is there anything else you want to add?
1: No, I, I just want to say that this is a nine-game slate, everyone. We're going to absolutely kill it tonight. Uh, and I hope everyone caches, everyone listens, caches. And it's going to be a fantastic night of, of NBA basketball, as always.
0: I love it. All right, you heard it here. Everyone's Everyone is uh, hopefully cashing on this one. But thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. We will catch you again next time. Peace out.